Dory, great to see you this afternoon. So what are your thoughts? I mean, it's nice to wake up on a Monday morning and see futures popping, and that's a good way to kick off the week, right? And actually looking now at some record closes. Sure. Perhaps I ought to take a nap in the midday, and it would go up even more. Uh, it's, it's very refreshing. The market is, is uh, definitely looking for an excuse to be a bull market. Uh, it's pretty amazing that we're pushing on 30000 But having said that, uh, it really wants to get coronavirus behind us. So you saw what happened with Pfizer. We got the same thing with uh, Moderna. So uh, I suspect well, what was interesting is last week, if you saw Bullard's comment, he said, we do not need a vaccine in order to have a good economy. So I think that also puts uh, a, a little extra ump in it in, in case these vaccines don't go as planned. Right. Yeah, I know that um, you were saying that. I know you had your attention on Eli Lilly, right? Why is that? Yeah, I thought it might be a fun play. You look at Eli Lilly and, and they've got a number of drugs, 10 different drugs in phase two. They've got 15 treatments in phase three. It's a great company. They keep getting earnings supply uh, surprise. Uh, they've increased dividends every year for the last eight years. And you get a 2.1% dividend right here. Okay, great. But what's the upside? Well, the upside is they've got, A, a nice treatment on uh, COVID that they've gotten very little credit for because everyone's focused on a vaccine, as well as they're looking for uh, a, a vaccine of themselves. So, you know, that could be icing on the cake. Even if they don't come out with one, I think you got a nice company, you got a nice yield, and it's, it's better than owning bonds right here. Mm, I see, I see. And then turning our attention, moving it to a name like Pioneer. Um, you're yeah, thinking Pioneer, about that you know, one, especially watching oil, right? From, I'm sorry, go ahead. Go ahead, tell me about Pioneer. Yeah, so Pioneer, uh, you know, everyone shot away from energy this last year, but they're forecasted to have the highest revenues jump next year. Uh, oil's coming back in here. It, it's getting nice and strong uh, in, in the 40s, uh, headed towards uh, 50. And Pioneer has such a great uh, positioning, particularly out there in the Midland Basin, uh, the Permian Basin, uh, a, a great positioning between, say, $20 and $40 or $50. Uh, they actually take market share from other companies. They're very, very strong. And then, uh, you, you know, you get over $50. And uh, which I think the oil prices could definitely uh, hit in the next 20 to 24 months. Uh, well, that pushes the stock, you know, up from where it is now in the 94 area uh, up to probably back where it was, you know, maybe 160 or higher. So I like that play for the next two to three years. A nice hold, buy it and uh, don't look at it. And then guess what? You get a nice uh, 240 uh, uh, percent, 2.4 uh, percent yield on it as well to pay you while you wait. Mm, yeah. And, you know, OPEC now taking a pause a little bit, at least for now. And that's one of the reasons we're seeing energy as the best performers today. What are your thoughts of some of the favorites? I mean, people like investing in the work from home names. Um, and before I get to airlines and cruise lines and things that have been a little uh, volatile, what are your thoughts from some of these work from home names that have really flown high? Well, I, it's a question of valuation at some point. You know, the problem, probably the best time to get in them was three months ago, six months ago, et cetera. But I expect those companies to continue to do well. question is, where do I invest now? So if the question is on portfolio strategy, you know, I have a bias towards a little over allocation in cash, 
a little under allocation in public stocks, looking for a correction. Uh, uh, right now, we're so looking for a positive uh, uh, news. I'm, I'm, I'm looking for a, maybe a little bit of correction, an overweight to privates and an underweight to bonds. I see. So you have a lot of cash. When are you going to put that cash to work? Uh, I saw a new target from Morgan Stanley today. We had targets from Goldman Sachs last week. They're all positive going into 2021, seeing higher levels than our current levels. Yeah, in fact, they're forecasting record uh, earning levels uh, to be 2021, which is interesting. After a recession, if you go back to 1990, it took four years. In the year 2000, it took a little over three and a half years. And then if you look at the Great Recession, it took over four years. So here we didn't even get a year and we're at record earnings uh, forecast, which is pretty amazing, which tells you maybe we really didn't go into a full recession or maybe the market's getting ahead of itself. We'll get some clarity on that over the next three to six months. My guess is maybe it's a little bit of both. How about the fast buck? Are you, you know, people are trying to get in there and get in anything from airlines and cruise lines and things that have really been beaten down that they think will come back um, instead of just trying to go for five or seven percent a year, which always seems like the steady eddy way to invest. Would you go to any of these other ways and other routes? Well, I think you 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 ask a really good question. There's a lot of sector rotation, a lot of sector leading and trading going on right now. So the question is, where do I want to get in front of? Uh, the underperformers have been maybe small small cap uh, growth at a reasonable price or uh, mid cap growth at a reasonable price. And that's what I like right now because they've been underperforming for the last year or so. And I don't have to get the timing right because those are historically long-term outperformers over the uh, a lot of the other sectors versus uh, uh, with a lot less volatility than some of the other areas. So I like those areas. So if you look at banking, for example, community banking in the last week, you know, was up anywhere from 14 to 15 percent, which had a really big effect on the Russell 2000 and small cap. And banks have been rocking along and doing doing really, really well. Uh, yet everyone's been afraid of them. Well, you get the vaccine out, a lot of the fear goes away and then maybe things aren't so bad. It doesn't mean, though, that there's still not some underlying credit issues coming through the system. A lot of those will show up in bigger banks, more so than community banks. So those are some areas that I like. Give me something that has good cash flow, maybe can give me a dividend and has a growth aspect to it and not overvalued. Uh, those are those are stocks and, and sectors that I'm looking for.